Okay, so this is my review for The Handmaid's Tale. Now, <clears throat> this episode is called The Testimony because um, they're preparing to go to trial. Uh, the Waterfords, um, they're doing some preliminary uh, interviews to determine if they should go to trial. Um, I think if they get enough people to talk about what has happened in Gilead, um, they will, you know, go ahead and move forward with the charges against Serena and Fred. So before we even get to the point of discussing the trouble, the testimony, we have June who is, she's still, you know, she's in her attempt to adjust to life outside of Gilead. Her and her husband are just, you know, it's like they're dancing around normalcy. It's as if they are. Her husband, and I can't think of his name right now, but he's trying very, Luke, that's it, trying very hard to get June to talk and to express herself more. June is taking on all of this um, anger. And with this anger, she's, 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 she's not dealing with all of her emotions. She's dealing with trying to maintain control. She's going to cut her hair. Um, we saw in the last episode how she utilized sex in this instance. And in another instance in this episode, she tried to use sex again as her form of control. And it seems to have, like, she gets excited after she deals with moments of anger, and then she wants to have sex. Um, again, this is dealing with, this is, you know, someone who is dealing with the trauma. She's gone through seven years of trauma. Um, and that's harder to, harder to take. Now, she's been coming to the library. They have a um, women's circle to talk about. And I'm guessing most of these, all these women have been traumatized in Gilead. They were all handmaids. Um, some, were, you know, worked at Jezebel's and things like that. So they are talking out their feelings and all of that. And June is, you know, um, she's not as expressive. She's observant more so. And she's not sure. Like I said, her emotions are centered right now in anger and control. That's where she is mentally. And she wants the group to feel this sense of anger. Um, and, and, and I think she's trying to get this group riled up to go and fight against Gilead is what I believe. So that's where we are with that. So we got June in this confused um, state of how to manage her trauma. That's where she is right now, how to manage her trauma and her relationships, her best friend and her husband. It's just, it's, it's a lot that she's trying to manage. Meanwhile, back in Gilead, um, Janine has been found and she is, um, has been captured and sent back to wherever the handmaid's center, whatever he is. Aunt Lydia is having some problems. You know, everybody's looking at Aunt Lydia thinking she's gone soft. Um, 
they are talking about Aunt Lydia, the other aunts, because they know that she shouldn't be in the position that she's in right now, which is in charge of the handmaids. They know she's she was um, had to blackmail or did something in order to get her back in that position. And so they're looking at her like, you don't even belong here. It's what they're kind of given, right? So we see the handmaids and they're scrubbing the floors and you know, Aunt Lydia notices a couple of the aunts are whispering and laughing, talking about her. She goes and confronts them both. And of course, she's upset. She's very upset that they're laughing at her. Who wants to be talked about, right? And one of the handmaids is, you know, close by and, you know, Aunt Lydia's like, oh, you missed a spot. And the handmaid tells her, so, well, that's a stain. I can't get out on the floor. I can't get it out. She gets angry with her and she takes the taser thing and attacks her with the taser thing and then the other lady's trying to stop her the other aunt and she attacks her with the laser thing you know she's frustrated as well like we're seeing june's frustrations dealing with trauma we're seeing aunt lydia frustrations dealing with her ex being accepted as an aunt who has real control uh people talking about her she's really an outsider looking in so she's got problems okay in her own right and in addition to that uh, Commander Lawrence apparently is, I guess he's in charge of the handmaid or the aunt detail or whatever, because Aunt Lydia comes to see him, see him at the house based on some a lot of reporting that's been going on against her. And he's talking, their dialogue was kind of, it was kind of funny to me because he's like, look, she's trying to explain <laughs> her story. He's like, I don't want to hear this. I heard the other aunt's story. And I'm, frankly, I'm not even interested in her story. He said, this abuse that you've been doing with these handmaids and the colleagues, it's just got to stop. All this, all these reports I'm getting about you, it just has to end. There's got to be another way. So she's on the, um, she being Aunt Lydia's under the impression she's about to get fired, right? And he was like, no, I'm not going to fire you. That's not what I, my intention. Uh, but, I, you know, I want you to know that um, this handmaid has been found. And how about you just do whatever you want to do with her? To, redirect some of this um, aggression. So we see she talks to Janine and she's trying to tell Janine that uh, she's been, um, her mind has been poisoned by June and June is in Canada and she left her and she, all of that, you know, and Janine, I don't think Janine's buying it. Janine's not really buying it. She's kind of like, whatever. And then Janine was like, look, I know what goes on here. I just don't want to be a handmaid. Just let me do something else. And you know, Aunt Lydia is not buying that either. They need handmaids, right? So I think Janine's going to just be back to being a handmaid. So getting back to Gilead, we get the testimony. June gets on the stand. Luke shows up, even though Janine told him, I mean, not Janine, um, even though, you know, uh, uh, June told him not to show up. Of course, he's there to support his wife. And she gets to the stand and she talks about the first day being at this uh, Commander Waterford's house, it was her second post, and how he had you know, read, read a passage from the Bible, how the whole process of the ceremony and all that. Uh, she talked about how she, you know, when she was pregnant, how she got raped while she was pregnant, and the whole sex with, um, with Nick and Serena watching and all of that. She goes through quite a bit, not everything, but she goes through a lot. And uh, the 
their attorney comes over and she's questioning her. She was like, well, didn't you make a choice to become a handmaid? And she was like, it wasn't much of a choice, either a handmaid or go to the college. She said, but okay, so that would be a yes. Then she was like, don't you have a history of being an adulterer in the first place? Which, as we all know, you know, June, you know, life before Gilead, June did have an affair with a married man, happens to be Luke, and she ended up marrying Luke. So I guess, you know, this attorney is trying to make it seem like she was justified uh, that Luke's, uh, not Luke, that June, that June signed up to become a handmaid and that she was okay and she knew what she was getting into. How would heck would she know what that was supposed to consist of? Her, then, then you know, so June's like tired of the, uh, the attorney. She goes and talks to, she confronts Fred. This is the first time she's seen Fred since um, she, you know, since Gilead. So she finally confronts Fred. And he's trying to tell her, he was like, you know, what we, he said, I can't believe how, you know, ungrateful you are and what we did for you to help you and all of this. And, you know, to, and, and we've been blessed and I can't believe you. He said, I helped you get a chance to go see your daughter, Hannah. And that was against the rules. And he really tried to lay it on thick. And she was like, I'm not buying it. I know you got to be joking. I, miss me on all the mess you're trying to tell me right now. I'll see you at the trial where I will tell a whole lot more. And all of that was so disturbing. The the attorney, I'm like, how can this attorney say, like, you know what you signed up for? No, I, I don't understand it. And then Serena's looking at Fred because she can't stand him. Like, are you serious? She finally asked him when they were, um, I guess they're getting ready to go to court or something. I don't know. And uh, um, they got some people in Canada that's pro Serena and Fred and free them and cheering them on. I'm just like, what is this? Like, if they so pro Gilead, then go to Gilead. How about that? Anyway, um, Serena did ask Fred, she said, did you believe everything that you said? And he was like, yes, he believes everything that he's been saying. That's terrible. And so she was like, oh, okay. And then, so she already knows, like, I see that I'm married to a fool here. I really am. Okay. Then we get June, who is, in, like I said, she is in this filled with so much anger and hatred, um, which is, again, it's understandable. She's back at the circle. And this time she brings, last episode, this lady shows up. And the people, and, and the only person that recognized her was Emily. Emily looked really frightened. She looked, she, looked, she was upset. She was scared. She didn't want to talk to the lady. And, you know, um, June, you know, got the woman's address and got in contact with her and, um, you know, brought her, ambushed Emily with this woman who we find out was an aunt. And so we also find out that this particular aunt was the one that reported Emily was having an affair with one of the Marthas, which ultimately got Emily in trouble and mutilated. Okay. This all came from the doing of this aunt who ran her mouth. Now she's back and she wants, she wants to get forgiveness. And Emily is like, I don't know. I, I just can't do that right now. I don't, I just can't, you know, she got up and walked away. And this woman's on the floor. She's crying and everything. You know, they had to put her in the middle of the circle. This was all June's doing now. And Moira is like, look, this is a bit much. Why would you invite her to come here in the first place? And, you know, June got the ladies who want to, you know, let this woman say what she got to say. I, ultimately, um, the aunt, 
she ended up killing herself because it seems like Emily was going to go, apparently she was going to go visit her. And then she was moved, uh, you know, driving, you know, getting close to the woman's house. She saw the police cars and the fire trucks. And we saw the woman was hanging from a, a, hanging from a tree, I, I think. So, um, she, it, you know, that was that. Um, and when they get back to, 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 the, to the sister circle, that's what I'm calling it, uh, you know, June is like, oh, that's great. You know, she killed herself. Oh, well. You know, the women are now feeding off of June's energy, and they all talking about uh, 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 she should have died, and it, that's good for her and all of that. And they're trying to get Emily to showcase her feelings, and she doesn't know how to feel. And June wants the women to be angry. And then they start talking about these different things that if they come in contact with their, uh, 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 with their commanders, what they would do in the commander's wife, violence. And Moira's like, the whole direction and the feel and the energy of this sister circle has changed because of June and her anger that she's trying to deal with. Mara would try to call a stop to the meeting. She said, well, we've been here an hour. Let's reconvene tomorrow. And June was like, oh, I can stay a little bit longer. I was looking at her like, what? Mara's not seeing it with June right now. You know, she's like, okay, I understand this. June's going through some things. I get it. But girl, what is really going on? And the rest of the ladies, they want to stick behind and talk with June. You know, Myra ends up talking to Emily and um, trying to, you know, she was like, I didn't really like what June did with ambushing you. And Emily was like, well, I don't know if it was a bad thing or a good thing. I'm not sure how I feel. Um, so I'm not upset with June. Myra's upset. Myra's like, I, I don't I don't I don't like the direction she's going. Look, June needs to have actual therapy, not just sitting in sister circles. She needs to be with a psychotherapist. She needs absolute therapy. She's in, you know, she's it's a mess. Uh, June and uh, Luke get together for dinner and Luke wants her to talk and June is not willing to talk and you know, June tries once again have sex with him. He rejects her. He's like, I just want you to talk. You know, all this having sex is not resolving anything or at least helping you. June gets upset. June's just in this constant anger stage. And that's really what this whole episode was more so about June and her anger than it is about the testimony that she that she uh, provided. So that is my review for Handmaid's Tales. See you guys next week.